This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to Warsaw Fan TV, the Join the Pain podcast too. Um, well, Warsaw couldn't over, overhaul MK Dons to keep our winning run. And uh, this Saturday... We're at lowly Sutton, who, um, despite a very good start to the season, um, things have gone a bit pear-shaped for them. And um, we've got Neil with us. Hi, Neil. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you too, mate. Thanks for coming on. Um, I think pre-season, um, Sutton were perhaps expected to be sort of mid-table to sort of uh, bottom half sort of thing. Um, and then first match of the season, 5-1 against Knox County, who, of course, were tipped to be top three. And um, as it happens, they sort of look like they're going to walk the league almost. It was a bit of a, a superb day for you, wasn't it? First match of the season, 5-1, 2-0 up on 15 minutes, wasn't it? Um, no, we were only 1-0 up after 15 minutes but they then ended up uh, having their keeper sent off so yeah. uh, uh, you know that Notts County day was probably the most fun I've ever had at a game watching Sutton and unfortunately <laughs> I posted after the game and said uh, you know when we were sitting top of the table I think we've peaked too soon which unfortunately <laughs> was terribly prophetic yeah yeah you're not wrong there um, I saw a, a playback of the uh, the game. The keeper comes out, and it is a clumsy challenge right just outside his area, and um, maybe a little harsh first uh, first fifteen minutes of a new season. But refs tend to be a bit like that, don't they? They like to hit it early and uh, make a statement. Um, but I think that aside. Um, you ripped him apart, didn't you? It was the day when every long ball, every pass, every flick, every one-two went perfectly according to script. Yeah. And if you looked back at it, you know, the crosses were perfect. The players were in the right place. <laughs> 
everything went our way. And uh, I think Luke Williams afterwards, the, the Notts County manager, said that if we'd have won 10 1, it wouldn't yeah. have been a, a poor reflection on yeah. the gulf between the two teams. And it was literally everything went right. And after that, uh, in the next 10 games, everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. So it just typifies the two extremes yeah. of, a, of, a, of, well, of a season. With Notch County, when people look at the result and see it was the keeper sent off, they think, oh, well, maybe they didn't have a keeper on the bench. But their first choice keeper, Slocum, he was on the bench, so he came on. So, But he made some gaffes, didn't he? There's a couple of headers went straight through him, really. Yeah, he, but, he, um, he didn't cover himself in glory, but... Uh... No. But we'll ignore Notts County. They're not... Um, we're not interested in them as such. Um, Sutton, it's... Um, Amari Patrick scored two goals in that game. He's got another couple since. He does well, doesn't he? Left or right wing. He's quite a lively player, isn't he? I disagree with you with the right wing because he's played a couple of times there. He played there on Tuesday when, well, we were pathetic and he, he just is totally ineffective on the on the right wing. When uh. he plays on the left and then, you know, cuts inside or floats in and become, plays more centrally, he is very good. And he's constantly having, sh you know, he's constantly the player having the shots. And unfortunately... Yeah. The keepers keep keeping them out. You know, yeah. there were two. There were two against um, Crawley that, in any other circumstances, he would have. You know, he would have scored. The keeper sticks his leg out and saves the ball. I've seen. You know, probably those are the ones that go in eight times out of ten. It goes through yeah, the keeper's yeah. legs, or you know, he doesn't get enough of a foot on it. And another one, top left-hand corner, goalkeeper produces a, a superb save because, you know, yeah. that again, seven out of ten, seven out of ten times, that's ending up in the back of the net. So that is just typical us. The keepers are making good saves and the ball will either go for a corner or deflect and the defender gets it. Our keeper makes a good save and invariably the ball ends up on an attacker's foot and he puts it away. Yeah, it's when when the looks against you. That's um, that's what happens, isn't it? I suppose. And uh, oh. the, you know, the Crawley game, we've just seen the referees' report, and we all thought we should have had a surefire penalty when Shomi gets um, rugby tackled to the ground in the book uh, in the box. Keeper, yeah, the uh, ref didn't see it or chose not to see it, um, and the free kick that led to their second goal. Um, should have been definitely the other way. Kizzy pushes the ball past the oncoming forward and then gets blocked off. And the keep and the ref keeps saying keeper and uh, the ref gives it to them and they score from it. And the referee's report we've just seen has actually identified those as two errors on the part of the, the referee. So yeah. you know, it really <laughs> is that 3 0 against Crawley. Crawley are a good side, yeah. was really a very flattering result. It was not yeah. a 3 0. Game. Yeah, I think it's funny you mentioned the refs. I think uh, an apology, that's not worth any points, is it? No. So uh, basically, <laughs> Matt Gray and Jurgen Klopp are in, uh, you know, are in their own 
club at the moment. One wants yeah. VAR and the other one doesn't want VAR. Oh, dear. Um, what's happened to Harry uh, Harry Smith? He didn't seem to have played the last couple of games. Yeah, he's been, he's been injured. He came on probably after about 65, 70 minutes. So he started oh, on Saturday on uh, Tuesday on, night. On Tuesday, yeah. So oh, I expect him to play. I expect him to play on uh, Saturday. How many games has he been out for then? He's a player, uh, isn't he? He missed three and three quarters because he got sent off in the second game of the season. Ah, uh, that would not help. Then he comes back. Then he gets injured. So out of the eleven, I think he's probably only played. Oh, plus cup games. I think he's probably played three full matches out of the yeah. uh, out of the uh, fourteen games, fifteen games that we've played. So we have haven't you, had him very often. Are you are you in, are you impressed with him when you've seen him? Yes, he's 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 you know he holds the ball up well. He's good in the air. He he you know he can use his feet. We've just, he's just not unfortunately had a run in the team. So, yeah. uh, he's, he's a player that Warsaw were looking at, I think. Um, he was from uh, Lighten Orient, wasn't he? He sort of fell out with Lighten Orient. Yeah. Um, the, the, the thing from their fans was he, he's a player that needs to be loved. Don't so, they all? Yeah, <laughs> particularly, you know, so he's got to be loved by the fans and loved by the, the, the management. And he, if he doesn't get his own way, the, the inference is that, um, you know, he sulks a bit. But uh, he, his, his we have one of those. attitude and performance has been yeah. good. So uh, I wouldn't fault him at the moment. Yeah, we, we have one of those, um, a certain Danny Johnson, who um, scored 15 in 30 for us on loan last season. Uh, we've signed him, looked very good in pre-season. Um, first couple of games, wasn't quite on it, really. Um, and then the the manager's not played him. He's not played. Yeah. And uh, so there's there's word that perhaps he's turning up late for training, his fitness isn't there, and he's not bothered. And uh, other people saying uh, the manager doesn't sort of see him in his plans. But, I mean, he's a prolific goal scorer. A natural finisher, like you'd want him in your team, wouldn't you? But it doesn't always work out. Look at Telford, who you know scored for fun. How dumb Telford, yeah, yeah. And then when he goes to Crawley, just doesn't get he gets two or three goals, doesn't get a sniff, and then uh, he's moved uh, back up now to Barrow. And I'm not sure he's actually been scoring up there, so therefore, no. you know. You've got to have the right players in a system and the right team for them yeah. to, um, you know, to score the goals. We all joke, you know, even if we, we had uh, Mr. Harlan from Man City, he wouldn't score any for us because we wouldn't actually get the ball to him. So, well, that's it's managed quality chances you get, isn't it? That's the uh, that's the challenge. Yeah, with Dom Telford, I sort of looked at him and um. He was a bit of a one-season wonder. Previous to that season, he'd not really scored. I think he got six the previous season and then 24. So it was a, something that clicked with him. But obviously, it's uh, unclicked. Unclicked yeah. since. And got Chris Welsh, who's a, a Carlisle fan. He's uh, showing an interest in Amari Patrick. Um, but as you say, he's doing OK, isn't he, for you? 
he is he's a he's a class act um he doesn't apparently have a good uh record with injuries in the past but touch wood and yeah. i'm probably going to get damned for saying this now he's uh, he's pretty well started and played every minute of um most ma- you know or certainly of all of the league matches so yeah. he is by far our most consistent and best player. You shouldn't be uh, you shouldn't be saying that before the game, should you? He's not going to. No. He doesn't get injured. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have said that. No, basically, it's commentators. It's like our commentators on uh, the commentators curse. That's it. Yeah, on Saturday said, "Oh, Sutton have uh, Sutton have dealt with uh, all of uh, the balls into the box and corners well so far." And Salford score. So there we are. You know, so basically I wish the commentators would um, shut up because they don't know. I always I always make a point of uh, particularly near the end of a game, um, like saying the keeper's done well so far <laughs> and the defence have done well so far because it can all unfurl, Connie. Um our previous uh, home game um against Wimbledon. Uh, we lost 3-1 and uh, they scored on six minutes and the ball went straight through the keeper. Well, I'd been chatting to a guy, Dave, in the bar before and he was saying, Evans has been so impressive. I'm thinking, you don't say that before a game, what you do? <laughs> not for defenders or goalkeepers. And then uh, then he let three in, of course. Yeah. So, um, so that was a bit of a torture. Um. So, uh, do you see yourself pulling uh, pulling out of the mire? Because you're in the mire a bit at the minute, aren't you? Sort of on a, you got that one credible draw against MK. We saw them on Tuesday; they were very good. But um, what do you think? Do you think you're going to pull yourselves out of it? Mathematically, it's possible. So, as I posted prior to Tuesday, we need a win, a draw, and a loss in every batch of three games yeah there's 36 games left four points from each of those blocks of 12 yeah is is 48 plus the four points we'd already got is 52 and no team has been relegated on 51 is the most points any team has ever been relegated in recent history so therefore that's my that's my survival plan You've uh, so you've done the stats on just survival. Then I thought you was going to do the stats on uh, getting promoted. Uh, yeah, I think we'd have to win every single game from here to stand a chance, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do yeah. a Bristol Rovers, which of course you know there was phenomenal their run from. Uh, They're crazy, Bayern, wasn't but... it? There? I think there was something dubious about uh, the win on the final day, though, wasn't it? Upset the Northampton fans. Oh, I felt sorry for Northampton, but karma, they did go up the following season. So yeah, I did feel it. sorry for Northampton. But they got there uh, in the end. Didn't want to lose Northampton because um, we had a good record against them and it was one of the closest away matches for, for me where I live. So uh, it, was only, yeah. it was only like 50 minutes up the road. So I was cross from that perspective that, that, that yeah. they went up, but pleased for them because I felt a, a sense of injustice. Yeah, the um the game for Warsaw coming against you guys when you're on a bad run. It's it's typical Warsaw to lose to a team that are sort of not one in ages. 
So uh, hopefully this season we're going to not be falling into that trap again. Um, or hopefully you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, Matt Sadler, the Warsaw manager, he had been committed to 3-5-2. And it seemed the, the players we'd got didn't really fit that. Um, we did have three very solid defenders that fit into the three. Um, Priestley Farquharson, who we uh, picked up from Newport. Donovan Daniels, who's been with us a couple of years. And uh, Chris Hussey, that we picked up from uh, Stockport. But he he subsequently decided to retire. And uh, Priestley Farquharson's injured. So we're sort of uh, putting less experienced players into the back three, trying to maintain that. But then we got another injury plus sending off. And we had we only had two fit um, centre halves, so he's he switched to four at the back against Bradford, and um, that worked very well, and that was an excellent result. I think Bradford particularly poor this season, mm. so um, maybe it flatters us a little bit. Um, and then against MK, MK very good team. What do you think when you played them? Um. We should have beaten MK. I I was uh, I was disappointed with them. They didn't really do very much against us. They sort of looked as if they came not to they came not to lose. Yeah. Uh, and as I said, I thought one one was it was harsh on us. Uh, it that was one of the few good performances that we've put in against MK. So yeah, uh, yeah well I I wasn't. And we weren't particularly impressed with them. No. Well, um, because they're they're on a bad run at the moment. And when when Walsall played them on Walsall played them on Tuesday, and um, they really had trouble finishing. Um, with decent finishing ability, they'd have absolutely slaughtered us first half. Um, as the game unwound, it was fairly close and could have gone either way. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, but when I spoke with John Harries, who's my contact um, at MK, he's insistent that if they don't finish top three, he's going to be uh, gutted. But... Um, from what you're saying, it doesn't sound like he's going to have a happy end to the season. I don't think so. I think the way, to be honest, the table is already um, mapping itself out. I think yeah. possibly the top seven being the most technically gifted, and this is a very technically 
heavy sort of um, division now. I wouldn't surprise me if that top seven is the ultimate top seven. I yeah. think even Gillingham and possibly Wrexham will fall away. Wrexham are letting in far too many goals. Yeah. Gillingham are Gillingham are, are not as good as their. They started of well, City Gillingham, football. didn't they? Yeah. Again, they weren't particularly um, good against us, and they were lucky to get their one nil one against us. So yeah. I would, I I think the top seven now will be the ultimate top seven. I think the rest will you be. Think Crawley a, are gonna, you think Crawley are going to sustain it? Crawley looked, though three nil flattered them. They are a very, very technically gifted side. They are turning into a Scott Lindsay Swindon side, and yeah. that that Scott Lindsay Swindon side was a good side. I think that they're they're not the basket case that um, we all pre you know predicted pre season. So I yeah. think. I think Crawley are actually going to end up uh, in the top seven. Yeah. And not to count to your top at the moment, they, um, despite their uh, catastrophe first game of the season, they are looking very strong. Um, Wimbledon, I don't know if you've played Wimbledon yet, have you? Yes, they did. They tonked us 3 0 at home, which no. was at the end of a, a long, you know, uh, a lot of matches, I think five matches in. Uh, 14 days. Uh, were, games, yeah. yeah, we were tired and lethargic and they were sort of more up for it. That You know, they wanted revenge on us doing the double over the last season. And, um, you know, that was probably the first of the bad performances. And that's, um, you know, that's probably you are identify when there's sort of currents of feeling. Yeah. Amongst the squad, amongst the fans, first really um, started to take root. Yeah, uh, crew in third. We uh, we played crew and uh, we were dominating them. We were two nil up at crew. Um, they got a good goal to pull one back, and then ultimately equalised in the ninety fifth minute. They've got a lot of late goals, um, but I didn't think they looked that good. I'm a mate. I'm surprised to see them in third. Yeah, they. Um... They are the kings of winning the second halves, aren't they? They've lost virtually every first half and won virtually every second half. But uh, they showed their ability to come back again, didn't they? They did it what, three times against Wrexham, was it? On yeah, Saturday? yeah. They, they've got definitely a great um, a, um, a ability, great ability and staying power, haven't they? Great, uh, I've lost the word. Um, that's rare for me, isn't it? Well, the, they, uh, they, they don't give up. So whether that is confidence, it's, it's confidence in confidence yeah. in being able to turn it round. Yeah, um, and Stockport, and uh, Stockport currently in fourth. We um, we managed to beat them um, at the start of the season with some. They had some injuries, and um, I think they were always going to come good. Um, we mentioned Crawley, uh, Swindon in sixth. I thought they were broke and I thought they were going to struggle. And uh, our former manager, Mike Flynn, um, has got them flying. Um, yeah. When Flynn was our manager, he was just way too defensive. And uh, Swindon are, are the exact opposite. So that's uh, a weird one. It's Swindon have got a very attacking type squad. And so you had an open game against them, didn't you? 5-3, wasn't it? 
they did. Again, that could have been a totally different story in the end. But I think part of Swindon's success is, and this is a terrific um, credit to them, is they've got um, Mr. They've got Dan Kemp, Hemp, who Kemp, sorry, who is a superb player. Picked him yeah. up from MK on loan because he was at Hartlepool on loan last year. Talking to the MK guy on our podcast, apparently his is an attitude. He walked into the um, the manager and said he wanted to be first choice number 10 for MK Dons. And if he wasn't, he wanted to move on. So that's yeah. why they put him out on loan for, you know, because of his attitude. But he has scored and laid on so many goals. So he is a real talent and Swindon have built themselves a lot around him. And and he's, you know, he's too good for League Two. So people yeah. do you think, to control him. Is it possible is it possible he might get pulled back in January to um to slow slow Swindon down? Because Warsaw had that last season, uh, Mansfield had loaned Danny Johnson to Warsaw, and yeah. um, we were not in the playoffs, but we were vying for the playoffs, and so were Mansfield. So I think them calling him back and effectively not playing him when they did was just to scupper Warsaw's chances of making playoffs, leaving a spot for them. Yeah, um, it's possible MK could do the same um, and scupper Swindon. They they could. I. It, the same division loans to me just doesn't quite make sense because you are no. running the risk of shooting yourself in the foot. So it never seems quite right yeah. to me. And they are unusual. Yeah. So um, I think I, when uh, when Mansfield let uh, Danny Johnson come to Warsaw, they didn't think that Warsaw were going to be competing with them at the top end of the division. Yeah. Um, and that's. Uh, that's their misjudgment that he they didn't expect him to do so well, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but that's with the Mansfield, of course. Mansfield in seventh. They've um not losing many matches. Um, three draws, three uh, wins, last six games. So yeah, breaking into that top seven is gonna be tough. Um Gillingham and Wrexham just out, of course. And uh Warsaw will be chomping at the bit on the edge of that. If they can get a result on Saturday against you guys, hopefully not, but possibly <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, the players to watch then is definitely going to be Amari Patrick and Harry Smith, I think, isn't it? Anybody else we should keep an eye out for? Um, potentially, it depends who we actually play on the, the right wing. So either going to Josh Coley, who we picked up from Exeter, or yeah. um, uh, Pereira, who is a young player that we've um, picked out that's coming around, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he is ever so. Tr he is ever so um, tricksy. So yeah. um, he he's showing flashes and glimpses. So I, you know, I, either of the wide flanks I think you need to watch out and the other one is obviously our six foot um, six or six foot seven depending on which um, websites you read um, show me as a centre-back he is dangerous at, uh, at set pieces you know what his name show me it, show it's, me. it's spelt so on me s-o-w-u 
NMI, but it's yeah. it's pronounced show me. So uh, he so he, uh, is he just six foot seven, or is he six foot seven wide as well? No, he's not. He's not six foot seven wide, but he is. Uh, he's not actually as much of a sort of a bullying physical presence to you as expect. But uh, yeah. he is very. He is very good on in, in the air, and uh, he has got some feet on him as well. So yeah. uh, he's. Um, and and if we get desperate, we then also throw him up front as well to have another uh, very tall uh, um, forward. But uh, we never, when that's worked, when we've tried that, we've never actually managed to cross the ball to him. So that's all uh, all all failed miserably. <laughs> the um, you're quite a t tall team, aren't they, Sutton? We are an extremely tall team, but I think the reason why we're doing so badly this season is we've become nice we're no longer the high pressing you know physical Sutton that sort of rough the teams up we're sort of trying to play the ball around a bit more we we though we've got the height we don't have the same degree of physicality which is why oh, we're goodness. stopping we're not able to stop these technical teams out technicaling us yeah we've become yeah, too think... nice Stephen, Stephen needs got the balance right, I think, didn't they, last season? They were very hard, very hard, big physical guys, bully, bullying teams and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Jack Rose, is, he's a former Warsaw keeper. Um, he only played a few games for Warsaw. Um, my immediate thoughts on him is he's a, he's a good, stable keeper, but he doesn't make any sort of impressive saves, if you know what I mean. I disagree. Oh, you disagree with that? I thought because, I'd set it up for you to disagree. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Last season, I he, I voted for him as our player of the season. He made some really superb saves. He's very good saving with his feet. He, he has made some unbelievable stops. And he was absolutely brilliant. And the only mistake... Really, the only gaffe he made was at your place when that ball bobbled in the box and he spilled a you know a ridiculous uh, shot. That's amazing, that yeah. was all down to your pitch, and uh, you poked it home. And I think that was a one-all draw. And I think we'd actually outplayed you up until yeah. that uh, up to that point. And that was the last point we got until the Carlisle game. So that really was the beginning of our downfall at the end of last season when we yeah. fell away from uh, a push for the playoffs. And you were uh, close last season, weren't you? We were, you know, we would have been. We we were flat. You know, we were around the edge of the playoffs until that one-all draw at Warsaw, and then I think we lost seven. The next seven on the bounce. Um, and um, that yeah, was unfortunate. But Jack Rose, first choice, um, he's has been dropped because of, um, you know, letting in the goals. But they've not been down to him. No. They've been down. We've, they've really been down to us being overrun in midfield and the defence lacking organisation. And he's been the scapegoat. We brought Bozanis back in, who was our keeper from uh, the glory years um, yeah. uh, he's back on loan from reading um and um jack sort of been you know 
demoted to number two. Jack comes on when Bozanis gets injured at one nil against Crawley, produces a literally he's come on, put the gloves on, they get the free kick, the disputed free kick. Uh, the ball goes into the box, the ball is headed on, and he makes an absolutely superb save down to his left. That's his first touch of the ball. The ball goes to Darcy on the the Crawley right, who then slashes across a shot, which is actually going to miss, but it hits the back of a Crawley player. He's trading foot and goes into the back of the net. So that is typical of our luck. Um, So I, I would say, you know, Rose has been an outstanding get. He probably doesn't boss the defence enough. He's perhaps a bit yeah. too nice. But as a shot stopper, he is, I would say, exceptionally good. So yeah. he, he, he is loved by the Sutton players. And he's certainly not blamed for, uh, you know, our poor yeah. 11 defeats. Right. Yeah. OK, so uh, just, to, just as we wrap up, um, score prediction for you, Neil? <laughs> Would you like me to be honest? Yeah, of course. The way things are going at the moment, I think you'll probably you'll beat us 2-1 or 3-1 because we are just in a complete slough. Um, against that, it then wouldn't surprise me if we suddenly put in a performance and, and beat you. So, you know, that's what my heart's um, you know, saying, that we might get you 2-1. Because we've not had the best of records against you, I don't think we've ever beaten you. And mm. uh, but I suspect my head will roll, and uh, you, you've caught us at the right time, and uh, you'll you're, you're stick another nail in our coffin. <laughs> well, uh, I think for, from Walsall's point of view, I think uh, we'll probably carry on with four at the back, which would be uh, Joe Riley on the right, uh, Liam Gordon on the left with uh, Donovan Daniels and uh, young Harry Williams alongside him. I think Harry Williams will enjoy the battle with uh, Harry Smith if he's playing. Um, he's quite an inexperienced uh, guy, Harry Williams. He's um, We bought him from Alf Church. Yeah. So uh, he's had a bit of a baptism of fire because of the injuries. So it uh, be interesting to see how he does. Um, we've got Ryan Sturk, Ross Tierney, Oshin McKenty. Are the uh, the battle bus effectively in the midfield, and then probably I think we uh, we'll probably stick with Aramidi Alti, um, who's very tricky, and uh, I'm liking him very much. And on the left, Hutch, he's uh, a player that sort of divides opinion. He does come up with some excellent stuff, but he's he doesn't seem like up for the fight. Um, for ball winning and that sort of thing. So maybe Tom Knowles may get a run at some point. And then the man up front, Freddie Draper, 19-year-old, on loan from Lincoln, um, keeping Danny Johnson out of the team. Um, he's, he's a real handful. Very quick feet, very physical. And um, my match prediction, I'm going for 2-0 Warsaw, but... Could very easily be another nil-nil. <laughs> it won't be a nil-nil. We haven't got we haven't got a clean sheet in us, so definitely. Hopefully we have. Hopefully we have. That'll be good. Uh, right then, thanks for coming on, Neil. The joy and the pain. The joy yeah. and the pain. We know all about that, don't we? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, everybody. And, okay. Uh,
enjoy. Have a good season, obviously, and we hope you stay up. But um, obviously, we don't hope you get any points on Saturday. Well, well, good luck to you, but not on Saturday, but for the rest of the season, <laughs> or until we play you at your place. But uh, but anyway, cheers, it's, it's nice to meet you. Cheers. Cheers, nice one. Likewise, cheers. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.